Chapter Thirty Four: Spiritual and Physical Hazards of Indulged Appetite. Changes because of use of flesh food. The flesh of dead animals was not the original food for man. Man was permitted to eat it after the flood because all vegetation had been destroyed. But the curse pronounced upon man and the earth and every living thing has made strange and wonderful changes. Since the flood, the human race has been shortening its period of existence. Physical, mental, and moral degeneracy is rapidly increasing in these latter days. Manuscript three, eighteen ninety-seven. Taste in judgment corrupted. You know not the danger of eating meat merely because your appetite craves it. By partaking of this diet, man places in his mouth that which stimulates unholy passions. Unhallowed emotions fill the mind, and the spiritual eyesight is beclouded, for the tendency of self-gratification is to corrupt the taste and the judgment. By furnishing your table with this kind of food, you go counter to the will of God. A condition of things is brought about which will lead to a disregard of the precepts of God's law. But it is not an easy matter to overcome hereditary and cultivated tendencies to wrong. Self is masterful and strives for the victory, but to him that overcometh the promises are given. The Lord presents the right way, but He compels no one to obey. He leaves those to whom He has given the light to receive or despise it, but their course of action is followed by sure results. Cause must produce effect. Parents have a most solemn obligation resting upon them. To conform to right habits of eating and drinking, set before your children simple, wholesome food, avoiding everything of a stimulating nature. The effect which a meat diet has upon nervous children is not to make them sweet, tempered, and patient, but peevish, irritable, passionate, and impatient of restraint. Virtuous practices are lost, and corruption destroys mind, soul, and body. Manuscript forty-seven, eighteen ninety-six. Spiritual health sacrificed. Eating the flesh of dead animals is deleterious to the health of the body, and all who use a meat diet are increasing their animal passions and are lessening their susceptibility of the soul to realize the force of truth and the necessity of its being brought into their practical life. Letter fifty-four, eighteen ninety-six. Religious and physical life related. Eating the flesh of dead animals has an injurious effect upon spirituality. When meat is made the staple article of food, the higher faculties are overborne by the lower passions. These things are an offense to God, and are the cause of a decline in spiritual life. Whatever we do in the line of eating and drinking should be done with the special purpose of nourishing the body. That we may serve God to His name's glory, the whole body is the property of God, and we must give strict attention to our physical well-being, for the religious life is closely related to physical habits and practices. Letter sixty-nine, eighteen ninety-six. The Lord has been teaching His people that it is for their spiritual and physical good to abstain from flesh eating. There is no need to eat the flesh of dead animals. Letter eighty-three, nineteen o one. The peril of willing ignorance. 
What we eat and drink has an important bearing on our lives, and Christians should bring their habits of eating and drinking into conformity with the laws of nature. We must sense our obligations toward God in these matters. Obedience to the laws of health should be made a matter of earnest study, for willing ignorance on this subject is sin. Each one should feel a personal obligation to carry out the laws of healthful living. To whom do we belong? Many turn away from the light, provoked because a word of caution is given, and ask, May we not do as we please with ourselves? Did you create yourselves? Did you pay the redemption price for your souls and bodies? If so, you belong to yourselves. But the word of God declares, Ye are bought with a price, the precious blood of Christ. The word of God tells us plainly that our natural habits are to be strictly guarded and controlled. Abstain from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. Shall we do this? The word of God is perfect, converting the soul. If we diligently heed its precepts, we shall be conformed physically and spiritually into the image of God. Letter 103, 1896 Hindrances to Mental Improvement and Soul Sanctification God requires continual advancement from His people. They need to learn that indulged appetite is the greatest hindrance to mental improvement and soul sanctification. As a people, with all our profession of health reform, we eat too much. Indulgence of appetite is the greatest cause of physical and mental debility and lies largely at the foundation of feebleness and premature death. Intemperance begins at our tables when we use an unwise combination of foods. Let the individual who is seeking to possess purity of spirit bear in mind that in Christ there is power to control the appetite. Manuscript 73, 1908 as we approach the close of this earth's history, selfishness, violence, and crime prevail, as in the days of Noah. And the cause is the same, the excessive indulgence of the appetites and passions. A reform in the habits of life is especially needed at this time in order to fit a people for the coming of Christ. The Savior himself warns the church, Take heed to yourselves lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that day may come upon you unawares. Hygienic reform is a subject that we need to understand in order to be prepared for the events that are close upon us. It is a branch of the Lord's work which has not received the attention it deserves, and much has been lost through neglect. It should have a prominent place, it is not a matter to be trifled with, to be passed over as non-essential, or to be treated as a jest. If the church would manifest a greater interest in this reform, their influence for good would be greatly increased. For those who are looking for the coming of the Lord, for those who are called to be laborers in this vineyard, for all who are fitting themselves for a place in the everlasting kingdom, how important that the brain be clear and the body as free as possible from disease. Undated Manuscript 9